Jar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Let's just go through a couple of social media entries at KLV 106.3. We started the show. What is the biggest what if of your sports fan existence? Because I saw Damian Lillard drop 39 last night in a Bucks win, and all I could ask myself was, what if he was wearing a heat uniform? Uh, Joe messages in. Uh, what if uh, Bosch doesn't have the blood clots? He and Wade take down LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals in 2016. Uh, Dolphins fans, TC says, what if Pete Stoyanovic didn't miss that field goal against the Chargers in the 94 Divisional? Uh, Chris and Knicks fan, what if John Starks doesn't go 0 for life against the Rockets? Uh, it is funnier, though, in the grand scheme of things that he did. Uh, NFL Study Hall. What if Brady and Belichick were never together? Did you consider that, Stone? Theo? Theo? Sorry, Theo? Yeah, I mean, but what would that mean? Does that mean Belichick got fired before Brady got the job, or does Brady never get the job? Or... Brady never gets the job. Yeah, then exactly. The same thing happens. Mahomes, like, four Super Bowls by now, man. And based on what we've seen, Bill Belichick, uh, he would have lost that Ooh. job in, like, 2003. He would have been fired. He would have been fired, like, mid-2000s. That's wild. Uh, a heat one that I think gets overlooked, if you guys can bear with me on this one. Sure. What if... The Bulls, because remember that big year, 2008 NBA draft, the Heat had the number two pick. Derrick Rose goes number one. Michael Beasley goes number two to the Miami Heat. What if either the Heat win that lottery and get Derrick Rose and have a D-Wade, Derrick Rose backcourt? Or what if, because if you recall, and I remember watching this as a kid not understanding, the Bulls were loaded with guards. Yep. The Heat were loaded with forwards. The need for the Bulls was at forward. The need for the Heat was at guard. It would have yep. been a match made in heaven. And at the time, we didn't know Michael Beasley was going to flail out, but we all kind of knew as a collective Derrick Rose was the better prospect. What if the Heat end up with Derrick Rose in the 08 draft, um, a guy that the Heat tried to pursue later on down the line um, before the big three? Well, you remember, too, the Bulls had uh, one of the lowest odds of getting the first pick of any team that actually did win the draft lottery, right? So what if the Bulls don't even get the first pick? They were projected to get, like, uh, the ninth or tenth pick. Yeah. And it was a miracle, a statistical miracle, that they got the number one pick and were able to get the hometown guy. So what if it goes as, like, common sense real life would dictate and the Heat end up with the number one pick, then it's a moot point at that point. It is Derrick Rose. It's Derrick Rose. And if you look at that top five, man, oh, top five. Number one, Derrick Rose to Chicago. Then you got Beasley to the Miami Heat. Number three, O.J. Mayo to the Timberwolves. That was a flail out. Oh, boy. But number four, Russell Westbrook to the Sonics. And number five, Kevin Love Kevin, yep. to the Grizzlies, then traded to Minnesota. If, yep. if, if one of those, I mean, the top five had three Hall of Famers in it, and the Heat ended up with Michael Beasley. I was, I was actually a big Michael Beasley fan. I don't know. I loved him at K-State. And I thought he was going to have a really good Heat career and obviously didn't turn out that way, so I was wrong. But, boy, I was all I loved Beasley. Not that I thought that the Heat should, uh, should forego Derrick Rose for him, but, man, I loved Beasley. And that was my thing, too. It wasn't like I was, like, disappointed that the Heat had Beasley. I thought it would work out, but it still was one of those things where I'm like, yo, 
the Heat, like Derrick Rose was always that guy and the Heat needed him. And I just felt like I was always, for a while, I was mad at the Bulls. I just didn't get it. I'm like, yo, you guys could have used Beasley, but they saw what, what we didn't really but see. But also, you've got to understand it was a marketing opportunity, too, to go get Chicago yeah. guy. Hometown guy, Simeon yeah. guy. I mean, it makes yeah. sense. It makes sense in the grand scheme of things. Also, was that another David Stern special uh, loading up those lottery balls to get the hometown guy to Chicago. I don't know. but Who, you know. who knows? Who knows? Uh, Roundhead, uh, again, as we close out, uh, what if, gri- the biggest what ifs of your sports fan existence, Roundhead, what if COVID-19 doesn't happen? Florida State goes to the Final Four that year and maybe wins it all. They were that good and deep as well. Maybe. Maybe. But Scotty Barnes year? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Scotty Barnes year. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then uh, everything got shut down in the conference tournaments. Well, it didn't happen at FA. You went to the Final Four instead. <laughs> That's a, a really, stinks, huh? really, really wishful thinking. Yeah. There, right? the, what if on. COVID doesn't happen and then yeah. now we, we <laughs> go win a national <laughs> yeah. championship? Right. Like, oh, okay. Right. What if this catastrophic pandemic doesn't <laughs> yeah. happen? He's right. not thinking about all the people that yeah. died. He's yeah. like, my team would have won. The, yeah. My team would have won. <laughs> yeah. Not the millions of families affected by COVID, but uh, uh. instead, oh, Florida State missed out on the Final Four or maybe the Final Four. Uh, Vaughn says, what if the Cleveland Indians win game sevens in either 97 or 2016? That does remind me, by the way, that the World Series begins tonight. The Rangers and the Diamondbacks. Are you guys still not watching any of it? You're still not going to give any of it a go? Are they going to keep the same teams in it, or is it like? <laughs> yes. Are we yes. stuck uh, with they're that? They flexing somebody in. I haven't. I haven't heard anything to the contrary. I do believe we're still going with the Rangers and the uh, and the Diamondbacks. Is this? I, I'm just trying to think in our lifetime, the weirdest championship round matchups. Because I remember when the Rams and the Titans played in the Super Bowl, and we look back with fond memories of that game and of that Rams team and even the Titans' Steve McNair. We look back fondly on that Super Bowl, but that in my lifetime was the first truly what the hell Rams Titans St. Louis and Nashville represented in the Super Bowl that was right up there um but this Diamondbacks Rangers one is is definitely objectively weird from a championship round perspective like where does your head go when you think championship matchups and and it feels off cuz i still feel that way about the three finals that featured the Nets like, the New yeah. Jersey Nets were in the yeah. finals three straight years, and it's still super weird to me. I was going to go to that. Honestly, that's uh, Nets-Pistons in the, in the Eastern Conference uh, finals, and then, yeah. and then those Nets-Spurs years and whatnot. Like, that had to be, like, the least compelling. But at least the Pistons and Spurs were in it. That felt right. Yes. It was just the Nets the part Nets. that felt weird. This World Series, they both feel like, huh? Well, one that people were complaining about a lot of, but I, I actually really enjoyed, was that Suns-Bucks uh, NBA Finals a couple of years ago. But that was objectively random, though, yes. Yeah, it was really random. I mean, for both teams, nobody had them going into it, uh, going into the year, both teams making it. Um, the Bucks small market, uh, new superstar in Giannis, and then on the other side, you had a, a, a Devin Booker, Chris Paul-led Suns right. team um, that kind of nobody, even when the playoffs started, everybody expected them to flail out first or second round. And they made the run. So, yeah, I think that was the most random NBA one of modern times. For me, I also look at the the first Heat-Mavs finals. 
the one in uh, in 2006. That one, just from a pure NBA fan perspective, and maybe it was eased in a little bit because you you had the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals the year before, and you had Shaq in the entire thing, and the Heat had at least been formidable for a while. But to see the Heat finally get over the hump and get into the finals, and then to, to be playing the Mavericks, who most of my childhood, they were the worst team in the NBA. The Reunion Arena pre-Mark Cuban version of the Dallas Mavericks was just an abomination. The blueprint of what not to do in the NBA, and suddenly it's the Mavs and the Heat who never made it to the finals in the finals. That that was actually weird. There was a whole Heat world before the Heat finally broke through with D. Wade. What what can we go college football in this one? Um, Oregon Auburn. Oregon Auburn was is probably the best example of weird one off. Yeah, you know you get the one year of Cam Newton where Auburn runs the table, and then you got what was it Mariota, Mariota. Yeah. Marcus Mariota. Mariota at Oregon, the Black Mamba. It, it's weird because both those <laughs> teams though they had flirted with well, it for quite some time. The Anthony the, Thomas. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was his yeah. nickname. The yeah. Black, I didn't know they called him that. That Mamba. Yeah. Wow. Um, it, it had. It, it, they had flirted. What's funny about that is at least Oregon for sure had flirted with um, uh, becoming a perennial national championship yes. contender, but had never quite gotten to that point yet. Um, and uh, yes, that would. That's a really good one, actually. I like that an awful lot. Just because you uh, think about na- uh, national powers, like because most of that era and even up to this era right now in college football were dominated by those. Uh, Alabama's or, or or LSU's or whatnot, like to have Oregon and Auburn at the same time, it was kind of weird. Uh, I mean, I'll say this as a White Sox fan, White Sox Astros in 2005, that was for, I'm sure for the outside, that was a weird yeah. Rangers Diamondbacks-esque why? 100%. Like, why is this happening? Uh, what are the most, to you, what are the most random championship matchups? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media, at KLV1063. Much like the Rangers and Diamondbacks, in your lifetime, what are the weirder, uh, odd-feeling championship matchups? 888-760-3776. Because with the Super Bowl, We've seen it's been so Patriots heavy and then Chiefs heavy over the last couple of years. It's been a while since we had a uh, a totally random Super Bowl. Rams Bengals is not crazy to to throw in here in the mix, right? I that agree. One, that one's actually a really good one. I think you almost forget about that one. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's the, the I first year about of, it. <laughs> first year of Matt Stafford, um, and then you get a Joe Burrow led Bengals yes. team that. That uh that snuck its way in there, and all of a sudden we're like, oh, are they going to be a perennial contender in the NFL now? Because Joe Burrow is what in his second, third year. Yeah, they yeah. still owned the Chiefs at that time. Yeah, they did. They did. Rams, I Bengals. Is, it, by the way, I mean, uh, Bucks, Raiders was a super weird one, and the game sucked. But Bucks, Raiders was definitely sort of a weird Super Bowl. Best offense, best defense. Um, I remember that being like the big storyline, and the Bucks just railed them. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so, so again, what are the weirder championship round matchups uh, of your lifetime? Because we're we're about to embark on one tonight. And is it here on ESPN 106.3 Stone? Of course, it is. 888-760-3776. Uh, this happened last night on Thursday Night Football, and of course, the NFL Twitter account. 
It was all over it, all over it. Josh Allen making a call at the line uh, as he got his offense set, and I want you to listen to it, and, and all of you tell me, all of you tell me what, uh, what Josh Allen was yelling here as he set up his offense at the line. Let's hear that one more time. One more time. So the NFL account. The, the actual, right, Stone, the actual NFL Twitter account. NFL on Amazon Prime, that Twitter account. NFL on Amazon Prime, the, the uh, presenter of last night's game, uh, they tweeted, Josh Allen calling for Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. Listen to it again. Josh Allen yelling, Taylor Swift. They have a play call, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. So... He's yelling Taylor Swift. NFL media is all a tizzy. But if you listen closely, I don't think he's saying Taylor Swift. I think he's saying J.R. Smith. Play it again. To you guys, is he saying Taylor Swift or J.R. Smith? Let's hear it one more time. Is he saying Taylor Swift, Josh Allen, Taylor Swift or J.R. Smith? Theo, let's go around the horn. Taylor Swift or J.R. Smith? J.R. Smith, yeah. Stone, Taylor Swift, or J.R. Smith? It's just ever so clear, J.R. Smith. I agree. I think he's unquestionably saying J.R. Smith. And that leads me to this. We are so Taylor Swift obsessed now in the NFL that things like that, because you know that you're going to get click, 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 clickety, and you're going to get engagement on social media, we're just making things up now in order to connect it to Taylor Swift, in order to, to suckle off of the Taylor Swift influence teat. And the NFL and its, its broadcast partners have gone <laughs> full shameless groveling at the throne of Taylor Swift. Let's hear it one more time. It is he's saying J.R. Smith. But Amazon Prime, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, look, Josh Allen just called a play. Taylor Swift. Oh, the Bills are Swifties. I mean, it's getting to the point where we 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 have no return from this. We are lost and we are we are floating adrift. Yeah, he even had another check at the line last night deemed LeBron James, LeBron that, James. Yeah. So he does all of these things. So you would think if it's LeBron James, it's J.R. Smith. It's J.R. Swift. Right. Uh, J.R. <laughs> Smith, not J.R. Swift. That's a different person. Next week they'll implement J.R. Swift just hey, to mess with everybody. Hey. But but seriously, I told you guys this before the show and I still feel this way. This is my least favorite moment of 2023, the NFL season <laughs> in 2023. This oh, the NFL season number- or just the whole calendar year? The whole calendar year, if I'm going to be quite frank with you. <laughs> this is my least favorite moment. You have, I don't know who runs the Twitter account, but you had some other people chiming in as well. Just the almost neglect, the malpractice, the recklessness to go take to social media and put out there in all caps with quotation marks, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. It was J.R. Smith. It's, it's illegal to do. You got millions and millions and millions of people viewing. But for folks who haven't seen this yet on social media, go check it out. The comments are just thrashing the NFL. And I, I scrolled through them for a good hour. It was my morning coffee. I mean, Theo, it's getting shameless at this point. It is. But, you know, the, the funny thing is it's weird to go through this as a Chiefs fan. Because in a way, a small part of my brain is like, okay, 
this is good. All right. If the NFL is pushing for Taylor Swift, right? Oh my God. If she's up in the Chiefs, uh, you know, boxing the seats with, with the Chiefs fans and all of that, like, if she's on our side and the NFL and quote unquote the officials and the league office and all the social media accounts are pushing for Taylor Swift, then they're all pushing for the Chiefs. So maybe this helps us to the repeat. I just look, I don't care what happens with all the Taylor Swift, whatnot. I just hope the Chiefs keep producing alongside it, you know? But, horrible! Yeah, and, and I'll that's take it. fine. But what I – okay, but, but just from, it's annoying. A, from a football fan perspective, and again, I, I want to be clear, I don't have a single solitary damn thing against Taylor Swift. No, of course not. Like, I don't. I find her to be, well, good. I think she's a really absurd talent. Uh, she has the biggest tour in the world. Not everybody can do that, right? But it's getting to the point where when the NFL is so shamelessly whoring itself <laughs> to uh, to the Taylor Swift kingdom, it's it's really unbecoming. Uh, they're, they're trying to find anything now to connect themselves to Taylor Swift, never mind the fact that Taylor Swift is sitting in a damn NFL box every other week. Like, how much closer do we need to be? So it's like, uh, if for me... It, it's like if the, the, the what if the news what if the mainstream news did this right like um, uh, beginning our news tonight a plane crash a commercial 747 off the coast of Florida goes down 239 dead the black box has been recovered by authorities and here's a snippet mayday 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 we're going down there's a fire mayday mayday. The FAA says that the pilots were yelling Tay-Tay in, oh in honor <laughs> of Taylor Swift in their dying moments. Like, that's that's what we're doing now. And then you go find the pilot's Twitter account from 2012 where he said Taylor Swift is so talented. And then you have the people just putting the puzzle pieces together. I love that analogy. I think that was one of your best of the week. Pretty good. Uh, it was, uh, I tell you what, I'm a one-man show. My one-man show will start at the Kravis Center in November. I do sound <laughs> effects and everything. That was really uh, good. Um, I just, I don't know why there's just, and I suppose, I know, you want engagement, you want click, 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 you're trying to get your foot in the social media circle, but at some point you got to have some self-respect. The NFL is is throwing away all of its self-respect because of Taylor Swift, and it's really getting to be weird and obsessive, and it has nothing to do with Taylor Swift, it's the NFL like getting kind of creepy at this point. Yeah, but good, uh, good thing Chiefs fans like it, right? Yeah. Woo-hoo! yeah. Just what? keep it rolling. Keep the wins coming, and I don't yeah. care what y'all do up in the stands, on the social media, th- whatever it takes, just, you know what I'm saying, like, 8-1, 9-1, What if it takes Jackson Mahomes becoming like the spokesperson? Right or like the, 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 the person who runs the social <laughs> there are media. limits. There are limits. Are you still okay with this? I, anything Swift based? Because the good thing about it, and Ken, you said it, and we keep mentioning this. Taylor Swift has done no wrong, really, in this. No, right? not like, a single thing. She's just as being her. She's dating a man that she finds attractive, and they're trying to have this public relationship. I and find him attractive. Cool. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like I they're do too. Two attractive young folks, <laughs> just you know. Just uh, what, do, what do you call it when people date? Going steady, right? Um, <laughs> sure. Who's all mad right. at that? Nobody's mad at that. It's the it's the outcry all around it and all the attention that gets a little annoying. But again, it's it, it works for me because hey, if this has to be the Taylor Swift season that Patrick Mahomes gets another Super Bowl in, so be it. As long as he can just keep climbing to number seven. All right, to one match more, the one more try. One more try. What if uh, Jackson Mahomes, Taylor Swift, a little shake it off TikTok, you know, so a little TikTok series. I would live with that. Oh, okay. okay. I, would, I would live with that. that. I wouldn't watch it. That was if, the last bullet I had in the chamber. If, if, if 
Jackson Mahomes is trying to do a TikTok with Taylor Swift, I swear to Christ, Taylor Swift's people like the Secret Service better come in and tackle the hell out of that felon <laughs> oh. and get him out of Tay-Tay's orbit. <laughs> Taylor Swift should not be anywhere near scumbag Jackson Mahomes. It and I would have said that before the alleged sexual assault. It should have been way. a felony back when he did a little TikTok dance on Sean Taylor's memorial thing um, right. at the Washington yeah, Commanders that field. Was, that was, yeah, that was a football felony. Yeah. And then he actually committed an alleged actual felony. Yeah. Taylor Swift better have her security there ready to subdue him and drag him out of the suite if he tries to get in any Taylor Swift social media. Believe that. Uh, join the Yangling at ESPN West Palm this Sunday, October 29th, the Irishman in Boca Raton. I love that place. For your football Sunday, enjoy $3 drafts of Yangling flight when you come hang out from 1 to 3. While you're there, register to win some awesome prizes like a branded Yangling cooler, and it comes with beer. Yes, no worries. You'll also be entered to w- for a chance to win game tickets. you got to be 21 or over. Presented by Yangling, America's oldest brewery. Please drink responsibly. Theo, do you like Jeopardy? Yeah. Do you want to play Jeopardy? Of course. Good, because you didn't have a choice. <laughs> Theo Dorsey <laughs> will play a sports version of Jeopardy when we come back. He is Theo Dorsey. That's Stone the Banowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. You've got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. You've got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Indeed it is. Thank you, Deep Voice. Stone and Theo, Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach. Me, Ken LaVica. I am sitting in a random hotel lobby in the city of Charlotte as I prepare for Florida Atlantic football and Charlotte tonight, 7.30 kickoff. Don't forget... In about 15 minutes' time, if you like fantasy football, if you like to get advice on fantasy football, and you also like to get into the mood to sexually satisfy your partner, boy, do we have a treat for you. And those things happen all at the same time. Theo Dorsey fulfills your football fantasies right here. Oh, yeah. On LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Time now for the in-season football report presented by Baptist Health Orthopedic Care because there's always football. Um... In season, ESPN's Adam Schefter reporting last night that Jalen Ramsey going to play against the Patriots on Sunday, coming back officially from the torn ACL he suffered on the first day of training camp. Jalen Ramsey's response to that, that's news to me. I feel good, but I'll return when I feel great. This still remains to be seen. Adam Schefter getting an online smackdown from Jalen Ramsey. That in-season football report brought to you by Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist South Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. All right. 
Uh, I I love watching Jeopardy when they have sports topics for the unsuspecting normal Jeopardy contestant who probably doesn't watch a single solitary second of sports. Instead, they look at the stars and uh, read uh, papers from uh, certified astrophysicists so they don't know what a first down is. They don't know what a home run is. It's funny. It's actually one of the, for me, most gratifying parts of watching Jeopardy is to watch people struggle against things that I would excel at. Am I am I wrong yeah. here, guys? You're spot on, man, especially when they answer all those other questions so eloquently, and it's like they're, like you said, the astrophysicist, and then they have these or history questions. Yeah, right. and they're just killing it, and then they're like, yeah, so what's the name of the NFL team in Arizona? And they're like, oh, my God. Ah, uh, the cactuses, uh. <laughs> like. the scorpions, right? Uh, so, so two nights ago on Jeopardy, hosted by Ken Jennings, who is the superior host uh, between him and May and Bialik, if you're scoring at home, uh, we had the we had a category that uh, that these contestants, well, Stone, how would you? They they struggled, right? Yeah, they struggled. yeah, yeah. Uh, the category is Hall of Famer by position. Hall of Famer by position. And, Theo, this is double jeopardy, so the pressure is on, okay? Oh, yeah. All okay. of the dollar amounts have doubled in double jeopardy. Uh, Hall of Famer by position. So, Ken Jennings will give you names of famous athletes, and you say what position in sports they played, okay? Uh-huh. And remember, you need to answer what is because you need to answer in the form of a question. That's easy. Yeah. Okay, good. What All is right. what is center? Correct. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. So what we're going to do here, Theo, is we are going to let our contestants who, by the way, let me get their uh, names here. Uh, there's Yoshi. That's right. That's her name. Yoshi, Mason, and Tony. Okay. And I am going to weave us through this. We are going to hear them call for the, the answer that Ken Jennings is going to give. Ken Jennings will give the answer, and then Theo will have you answer, see if you're correct, and then we'll hear what the contestants guessed. Okay. 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 I All got right. This. Here we go. So, uh, Stone, let's start this. This is uh, Yoshi starting in on Hall of Famer by position. A Hall of Fame by position 400. Joe Namath. Joe Montana. All right. Stop. Mason. Theo. <laughs> Quarterback. <laughs> that is correct. Well done. Well done. Let's see what uh, Mason. You didn't do it right. Oh, oh yeah. What is on. quarterback? There ah, we go. That's my first we'll let him go this Jeopardy time. Vote. What is quarterback? That is that is correct though for Theo. Well done. Four hundred dollars in the bank for Theo Dorsey. What did uh, what did Mason have to say? What is quarterback? Right. Good job. Let's Mason. go. Well done. Come so on, now man. Mason going to the board. Hall of Famer by position eight hundred. Bill Russell. Bill Walton. All right. Let's see Theo. Bill Russell. Bill Walton. What is center? A. An- Another correct answer for Theo Dorsey. Let's see what the contestants answered. They are basketball. Oh, boy. We got the old doot, doot, doot. Bill Walton, Bill Russell, and nobody knew. Theo, you should feel good about yourself right now. I, I do. I do. Because, I mean, uh, that they should have got that. Honestly, the easiest one to answer is center because there's a center in every single sport. Uh, well, I guess center fielder. If yeah, you, that's true. And center field a, in, in soccer. And I mean, in soccer, it's actually midfield. It's midfield, but you can call them the center fielders. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. There's a lot. Center is is, is just the, it's the, everywhere. The center back. 
Center so, back. Uh, you know what, backer. Stone? I stand corrected. Well done, Stone. And if you just uh, say what is center, it's like that should cover like half the position. <laughs> Uh, all right, Mason. Let's uh, let's go to uh, Hall of Famer by position for twelve. Here's Mason. Hall of Famer by position twelve hundred. Bob Feller, Bob Lemon, Bob all Gibson. Right. There we go. Bob Feller, Bob Gibson. Holy crap! Uh, shortstop. <laughs> and this is where we start to reach Theo's limits. Uh, what is shortstop? Nope. That's not going to help you this time either. Go ahead what and give is, him another buzzer. What is goalie? Uh, we are in another buzzer, please. Thank you. All right. Uh, Theo, the correct answer is pitcher. Pitcher. But don't worry because your friendly Jeopardy contestants knew nothing about this either. <laughs> there the baseball is. pitchers. This might be a long category. <laughs> Uh, Wait, Ken Jennings knows at this point. Uh, Bob Lemon, Bob Gibson, Bob oh, Feller. Bob Gibson. I should have known Bob Gibson. Uh-huh. Yes, you so should have. I also like Ken Jennings, who knows, oh boy, we have reached these nerds' limits now. He knows. He understands this is about to be a rough ride from here. All right, what's next? <laughs> Two left, Mason. Let's try Hall of Famer by position for 1600. Hey, sports fans, I believe in you. Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, John Stallworth. All right, come on, it's Easy Theo. one, baby. What is wide receiver? Well done. Well done. But listen what happened to our friends at Jeopardy. No way. They are wide receivers. I mean, this is way. getting pathetic at this no, point. No. Come on. How do you I mean, know Theo, Randy Moss? We made fun of you for pitchers. We made fun of you for pitchers. But this, there's nothing you can do. That's going to embarrass you more than they have all just embarrassed themselves on this world-famous television contest show. Yeah, and also, to be fair, they didn't Game pick, show. like, the three most famous pitchers. They picked some kind of, like, some deep cuts there. I mean, I know they're right. Hall of Famers, but Bob Gibson is the only one that stood out to me. But let's be – what three pitchers could they have chosen, Theo, where you would have said, what are pitchers? Yeah, I mean, Randy Johnson, Tom Glavin. Like, I mean, I'm trying to think of going back. Uh, so there you go. You got two. That's three. all you had. But that's two yeah. really good ones. I mean, What's funny is he only knows Randy Cy Johnson Young? because of the exploding bird. No, oh, Cy Young. literally. He admitted it yesterday. Cy yeah. Young uh, – <laughs> Uh, who's the big dude? Roger Clemens? Did they, did there they let him go. in? There, there you go. go. All right. All did right. they let him good. in? Or yeah. He was good? A little controversial. Yeah. You know, he no. went to my high school for one year. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> nice. Congrats you hear that, that, people? Oh. Bell is uh, high. Shout by out. the way, it does remember, shout out, it, it does remind me uh, of when this week uh, I asked Theo about who the most famous Arizona Diamondback is or what the greatest moment was. <laughs> uh, the greatest moment in Diamondback's history was, and I thought he was going to say Luis Gonzalez uh, walking off the Yankees to win the World Series in 2001, but no, he said Randy Johnson exploding <laughs> a bird in spring training. Is that not the greatest moment in Diamondback's history? Like it's the, the moment. It's the greatest <laughs> piece of video we have out of, and I'm sorry for those that are like, in whatever bird lovers? group, yes, PETA, uh, PETA, or uh, you know, preserve the birds, or whatever you guys are <laughs> doing out there. Preserve the birds, PTB. It, it was a one-off, okay, <laughs> and that's what made it so spectacular. Shout out Randy Johnson as well while we're doing shout outs to pitchers. And where did uh, Randy Johnson go to high school? <laughs> Yeah, did he go to your high school for a year or two, Theo? No, Shout but, out. but uh, it was, uh, <laughs> Roger Clemens' sophomore year at Dulles High School was a legendary year. <laughs> uh, and let's go to our final question, Double Jeopardy, uh, Hall of Famers by position. Shit off. Gump Worsley, Shrimp Warders, Rat Westwick. There you go. Gump Worsley, Shrimp Warders, and Rat Westwick. Theo? <laughs> These are obviously football names, but what the hell position are they playing? 
<laughs> Gump <laughs> Worsley, I'm going to go left guard. I mean, Stone, you might as well just keep pressing. Uh, all right, so wait, wait, wait. Can, all right, all right. So, no, before you guys give me I mean, any answers. You, really you got to keep thinking about shrimp waters, you know? <laughs> before you guys give me any answers, do you guys know who these people are? Oh, uh, yes, I do. Gump Worsley <laughs> and shrimp waters? Warders. Warders? <laughs> And These Rat are- Westwick. Don't forget Rat Westwick. <laughs> Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame, my ass. All right. I haven't heard of these dudes. All right. So let me. What, what sport? Baseball again? Should we let him listen? Yeah, let him listen. <laughs> it just sounds like I'm making people up. These are hockey goalies. Ice hockey goalies. Uh- Mr. Hockey himself didn't know that these are Hall of Fame <laughs> hockey Gump goaltenders. Worsley. And shrimp waters. Waters. I, I want to hear one more time. Westwickers. <laughs> and let's finish it off. Gump Worsley, shrimp waters, rat Westwick. <laughs> Whatever happened to the greats? Stop. At, like Patrick Waugh. <laughs> like, yeah, like, Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah, uh-huh. Lundqvist and, um, and uh, yep, there it is. Just tapping out. Go, That's the main one. <laughs> That's the main one. You know, I heard Wayne Gretzky was a hell of a goalie every now and then it's when he would. Not the case. Growing up. Yeah, growing yeah. up, second grade. At Douglas uh, High School. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Can, can we give him a, a buzzer? One more buzzer for good measure. Thank you. But I will say, Theo, you have proven yourself smarter than a Jeopardy contestant. Thank you. Well, I got done. the wide receivers right. Yeah, and I, I will say, none of us would have gotten hockey goaltenders. Hockey goaltenders is crazy. Now, anybody that would get that one, I think, is a sicko. Gump <laughs> Wormsley sicko. or over the age of seventy. Yeah, that is just insane. Uh, when we come back, I'll have a full bio of Gump Worldsley, <laughs> Shrimp Warders, and Rat Westwook. Also, when we return, Theo Dorsey gets sensual. Theo Dorsey gets passionate. Mm. Theo Dorsey gets romantic about fantasy football. Theo Dorsey fulfilling your football fantasies when we come back. He is Theo Dorsey, smarter than a Jeopardy contestant. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Lavica, huge Rat Westwick fan. It's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. We are almost there, kiddos. It's almost time for Theo to fulfill your football fantasies on a Friday here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Get the Cavassier. Get on the lingerie. And get to setting your fantasy lineup. First, though, you, of course, want to be passionate in the throes of love in the air conditioning. That's why you need EDS. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. They've been doing it since 2006. Family-owned and operated, servicing Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. They are dependable. They also handle your plumbing needs and air quality as well. They're not just AC. They check a lot of the boxes. They're EDS. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. EDSairconditioning.com. And become a gold member just like Theo is. Get that gold plan. Technicians coming out multiple times during the year to make sure everything's on the up and up with your AC. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. You know, Stone, the proper way to uh, to lead us into this segment is uh, Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network back on Sunday getting freaky, getting freaky 
on the NFL Network. They need Jameer Gibbs to go out and make some plays against a non-conference opponent, but a really good team, one that there's still some of those ghosts of Justin Tucker banging a 60-year-old 60-yard uh, oh, yeah. field goal <laughs> over the, off the uh, crossbar. And- That's right. <laughs> yeah, baby. Right. Uh, hey, to each their own. Everybody's into their own thing, right? We don't judge around here. Hey, man. Uh, Grandma's cookies. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means, but it, no, it, it turned me on. Uh, all right. Yeah. Let's go. Every, every seven. cookies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, those are, those are hot, too, right yeah. out of the oven. Yeah. Uh, every single week here on LaVica, Theo and Stone, Theo, who just has a way with women, has a way with the opposite sex, has a way with people in general. He just exudes And grandmas. And grandmas and their cookies. He exudes <laughs> romance. This is a man who will light a candle, and he does incredible things. Theo Dorsey, he even in his mere presence will have you swooning for the type of confident man he is inside and outside of the bedroom. Fantasy football is his game and well he spits games so well. It is time now for Theo Dorsey to fulfill your football fantasies. I know what you're thinking of, right? You, you You've had a bad fantasy football season to date. Trying to play catch up in your league. Don't worry. Lean in and listen. And I'll make sure you set that lineup right this weekend. Let's start off. Oh, yeah. Exactly where Ken Lavica is in Charlotte right now. And remember, everything is bigger in Texas. <laughs> not just the hot dogs, not just the hats. More importantly, the scores from fantasy football this weekend. Start your Houston Texans against those Carolina Panthers. Can I get an oh yeah for C.J. Stroud? Oh yeah. How about Damian Pierce, who's been struggling, but I'm predicting a bounce back game against this terrible Panthers defense. Oh yeah. Nico Collins. Oh yeah. And my man, my main man, who I've called before and he had a big day, Tank Dell. Oh yeah. But that's not all. This weekend, when you're getting ready to set your DFS, when you're getting ready to make your start sit decisions, how about you take these three words in? Take the load. (laughs) That's what Dan Campbell had to say about his running back, Jameer Gibbs, ahead of last week, who did take that load all the way to more than 100 all-purpose yards, a touchdown, and an RB3 finish. Look who he's got this weekend. Las Vegas Raiders. On Monday Night Football, he's got that backfield all to himself. And you know what Jameer Gibbs has going through his head as he's looking to potentially finish as the RB1 overall? Take the load. Oh, yeah. Wise words. Jameer Gibbs going to take you over the top. Good luck this fantasy football weekend. It's time to bounce back. And uh, don't forget what Dan Campbell said. Take the load, and it's always bigger in Texas. Well done, Theo. And... I'm pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Got to stay away from Grandma's cookies. Uh, That's right. That's what happens. That's what happens. Uh, Good times all around. Uh, Let me tell you real quick before we wrap up the week and let everybody go on their merry way about the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Been doing it since the year 2000. It is your ticket of the sports industry, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, number 10 in the world in postgraduate sport management degrees, according to to Sport Business. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Theo, 
Have a great weekend, sir. You as well. Enjoy Carolina. Enjoy Charlotte. Handy. F.A., you're going to hand Charlotte that L. Heckle the he's, Panthers, too. He's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, kiddos. Bye-bye.